you don't need to be perfect. Nobody is. So it's a pointless goal, really. You can be perfect in someone else's eyes. But baby, Sky Daddy said we all the same. Okay, so nobody's perfect. I'm just telling you what I heard. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. I'm Lola, and I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is going to be a mental health check-in. I mean, it's been a whole season, and where has the mental check-in been, ma'am? I'm slipping. But anyway, today I just wanted to unwind and chat, check in and talk a little about mental health and how we're all just trying to hold on at this point. We can't open any social media or news story now without some sort of tragedy. The amount of shootings that have been happening in just the past few months is extremely alarming and rapidly becoming a bigger issue. While the government and elected officials push forward to stifle women's rights any way they can and okay loose gun laws, society is dealing with the bigger issue of increased violence, both domestic and just in general. Debates on couples and court cases, senseless shootings behind racism, jealousy, anger, mental illness, and just pure evil. I mean, we're really struggling here on Earth. If there is other life out there, I'm sure they're looking at Earth like, nah, we good. No wonder it's literally the first planet they try and take over in every movie ever because it's kind of the worst right now. Such a horrific and senseless tragedy that happened in Texas on Tuesday that sadly will be overshadowed by talk of border patrol and immigrants, racist rants, etc. All overshadowing the actual victims and the real issues at hand. But that's exactly what they want. If there's too much noise, the real issue is never addressed because of all the distraction and chaos. They know there's just enough people who quickly fall into the cult mindset of if I don't agree or approve, then you shouldn't either or you're somehow less than or whatever. It's that extreme religious believing that starts cults. It seems to be quickly now more than ever trying to infiltrate our laws and force their own beliefs. It's a real mess. I won't speculate on the shooter's mentality or mental health or whatever else. I don't want to highlight who he is. Because honestly, with better gun laws and mental health taken seriously, things like this would happen way less or maybe even be prevented. My heart goes out to those young lives lost in the tragedy in Texas and their families. I can't imagine the immense pain and devastation caused. especially the teacher whose husband also passed from a heart attack from a broken heart. I mean, it's unimaginable and sadly a reality some parents know all too well. I send my deepest condolences and I pray for better days ahead. It's officially summer vacation and I hope everyone is gearing up for a summer of relaxation and adventure. We have to keep bringing out positivity and finding joy in the little things. Your mind needs it. If you're constantly fed negativity, that's what you give back. If you aren't careful, to remove yourself from it and find a more positive space to unload it in. I got some Lazy Susans from the Home Edit Collection at Walmart. I've actually been eyeing their collection since it came out. 
obviously I've watched their show on Netflix, love it, but I just haven't bought anything. I kind of plan out how I'm going to like rearrange or organize something before I get it, especially if it's like decor or something like that. I like to kind of like plan out where I'm going to put it, so on and so forth. But we're getting some like household, we were getting some household stuff yesterday and I saw them and I was like, let me try something small first. So I got the Lazy Susans and reorganized the seasonings cabinet. Happy to report that I'm loving them so far. They spin like butter and fit perfectly in our older, smaller cabinets, which is nice. I've reorganized my spice cabinets and they look so nice now. I'm going to get some of the clear bins for my pantry and like the refrigerator. But until then, I just cleaned it and I just cleaned out my spices and all that stuff. And then I like cleaned out my fridge and pantry and reorganized all of that. But like I haven't gotten any of the bins yet because again, I think I kind of want to like measure things out. I feel like it makes it easier. So you're not buying a bunch of unnecessary stuff because I have so many like organization bins that I've had to like donate or they're like in the attic because I got them and they either didn't fit or I didn't use them for what I got them for. Like it's a whole to do. So I like to be prepared. I'm trying to go room to room, closet to closet to reorganize and like clean out literally everything. I love a clean and organized aesthetic as most already know. We're aiming to try and buy a house next year, so we'd like to move as little junk as possible. <laughs> but it's been so nice to look inside something. I've like just cleaned and reorganized. I just keep opening the doors and looking in the cabinets. <laughs> it was so easy cooking dinner last night because I could find all my spices and seasonings with the quickness. I also found my Dyson vacuum charger, so I can use that again. I was literally about to order a whole new charger and battery on Amazon and like happened to open a drawer and there the charger was, which is great because it's the stick version and so easy to vacuum couch cushions and stairs. The ones that get it, get it. <laughs> I also washed my hair and already took a shower for the evening. So I'm ready to just relax. I'm probably going to do my nails later too because I want to have those done. Just trying to like catch up on some personal self-care stuff you know I can finally start talking about it because I didn't want to go like get ahead of myself but I got a new job this past week so I'm really excited about that I'll get into more about it later on but yeah that's just some domestic random updates on what's been going on just a little bit of you know adulting joy for me (laughs) Do you love reading but don't have time to sit down and read a good book? Well, we all know I love Audible. I share books on the podcast all the time and I talk about Audible a lot. I solved my reading problem with Audible about four years ago. I love to multitask and it's been amazing to still keep up with my book list while checking off my to-do list. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes even the actors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they even have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You can click the link in the show notes to sign up today and get 30 days and your first book free. 
All their books are DRM-free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices. So even if your subscription expires or you cancel it, you can still keep and access the books you've already purchased. Just download them again, anytime, from anywhere. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and I'm sure that number will just keep growing. You can even follow the Awkward Mom stage on Audible now. So go get started on that reading list, but let's wait until after the show. Mental health is an issue that's coming to the surface at an alarming rate. Yet again, the lawmakers are turning a blind eye to continue on with their radical leading. If you don't take care of your mental health, you can't have a productive and healthy life because your mental health will most definitely affect other parts of your body and health. When you create healthy habits and routines, it creates a better life balance and in turn, your mental health is better. Having time to yourself and taking care of your health, like taking vitamins and exercising and eating healthy, balanced meals, obviously putting yourself in more positive situations and being around more positive people, trying to, you know, steer clear of negativity, especially like purposeful, unnecessary, gossipy negativity. Like you don't need that. You need to be around people who are positive and uplifting and talking about positive and uplifting things like we want to have fun conversations not sit there and gossip all day obviously everyone can't or doesn't want to eat like three meals a day but as long as you're taking in enough nutrients and everything you don't need to have full three full meals a day I feel like that's not really it's not for everyone because everyone isn't the same I usually eat little things throughout the day and like I'll have my coffee and some juice or a red bull and some water um And then I eat like a lunch and then I'll eat like, you know, a full dinner. So it just really all depends on what your body needs and your preferences. As long as your doctor says you're good and you feel good, that's really all that matters. Just make sure you are drinking water. It is important. It also helps to create a good work-life balance. Finding a work-life balance is good for both your physical and mental health, but many times Heavy job responsibilities steal that balance away. When that happens, both our work and home life can suffer because of it. It's all about finding a way to achieve that balance and still excel at work and in all you need to do. Work and home life can seem to blur together without some sort of balance. So I have some strategies which I actually use myself that can help to create the work-life balance you want to achieve. Just like when you want to be more present in life, so you cut out checking, you know, social media at a certain time or there's times you aren't on your phone or you take, you know, the social media break that everyone talks about. Do the same when it comes to work. Avoid checking your work emails outside of the office or your home office or wherever you work. If you work from home, avoid checking and replying to them after your office hours unless it's urgent. Just because you work from home doesn't mean you have to be working 24-7, whether you work remotely or you work solely from home. While working during the day, you'll probably check your work emails often to ensure that, you know, any meetings and deadlines are met. So just make sure to add a last email check at the end of the day or the end of your work day so anything important can be addressed or responded to before it's time to clock out. However. Checking them, you know, when you're off work allows your work life to encroach on your home life. 
you then easily become distracted and more irritated because it feels like you never stop working, which in reality, you're not. So you're right. So stop doing that. Set boundaries with yourself, client, boss, and your work colleague regarding emails, phone calls, and all that so that you can take care of work communications only while you're working. Everyone needs a break. Even serial killers take time off. Learn to say no, which as an Enneagram 2 is very hard for me to do because, you know, people-pleasing tendencies, but I'm getting so much better now. But you may love your job or whatever it is that you constantly say yes to, but it's usually unnecessary to be available to people 24-7. Unless it's a newborn, you don't need that much availability for anyone ever. We all need a break occasionally, like I said, and there's nothing wrong with saying no once in a while, especially outside of your allotted work hours if it's work-related. Work smarter, not harder. Instead of working all hours of the day with very little rest, work smarter. You'll actually get more done in a shorter period of time. Avoid unproductive activities such as constantly scrolling on social media when you could be working on something before the workday is done unstructured meetings, being unprepared, getting distracted with TV shows or phone conversations that can be had later, especially if you work from home. It's easy to do. Make a task list, time block your schedule, prioritize important tasks, and do these first every day. This way, the most important things always get done first and they're out of the way. It also helps with procrastination because if you know it has to get done, it's first on the list, you just get started and move down the list. If you find yourself with idle time, do something else on the list if you've already finished the other important tasks first. There's no guesswork in what it is you have to do or work on. This will help with feeling exhausted and that overwhelming feeling of constantly having work to do. Leave work at work. Again, this may be hard for some and may not always be possible, but when you clock out for the day, make a mental note that work is, is done until tomorrow or Monday if, you know, it's a Friday. Maybe take a moment to acknowledge that work has finished by stopping, taking a breath before your commute home or shutting down your computer and leaving your office or work desk space if it's at home. Put a little sign up on your desk if you have to out of the office, whatever you need to do. The reason for this is to ensure that you are not bringing the work and any stress associated with it home or with you through the rest of your day and evening. Shut down perfection. You don't need to be perfect. Nobody is. So it's a pointless goal, really. You can be perfect in someone else's eyes. But baby Sky Daddy said we all the same. OK, so nobody's perfect. I'm just telling you what I heard. <laughs> anyway, have you ever been on your way? out of the office or walking away from your desk and you turn back around because you thought of a great idea or a way to perfect a report or a presentation, go ahead and do yourself a favor, write that little idea down and log the hell off for the day. Now you've made a note and you can come back to working tomorrow with a clear head and a new idea so you can work in whatever it is that you're working on, you can work it in. Sometimes it pays to remind yourself that you and your work are good enough. We're all imperfect together, boo. Focus on things outside of work. For some people, work is life. But what happens if one day you lose that job? I mean, it happened to countless people during COVID. Sure, you don't want to live in fear of 
what if, but you do want to think about what happens when you have nothing else but that job and something goes wrong. You have no lifeline or connections because you spent so much time living at your desk. It may be a scary thought, but it's important to have a life outside of work. I mean, just look at every Hallmark movie ever where the girl is a workaholic worry ward who has no life outside of work and has to relearn social skills because she's been abruptly fired or beat out of a promotion by a sneaky work colleague. Don't be that fictitious Hallmark girl with no other skills outside of her high-level job she just lost. Develop some hobbies that interest you. Spending time doing something that you love reduces stress and energizes you while relaxing you and uplifting your mood. Add some happy time to your life. I mean, I mean that in more ways than one. (laughs) Make your own rules. There has been a shift in work attitudes, especially among millennials and younger workers. More people, even bosses, are recognizing the value of work-life balance, mental health, etc. I use bosses loosely because some still don't get it, but there are a lot of bosses who are coming around to the idea. Working from home is becoming a big shift in the working world. While some are going back into the office full-time, others have opted only to go in half the time, or there's hybrid positions now, and you know, whichever you prefer. But come up with your own ideas that will help you separate your work from your home life if you work from home or your work from your home life if you don't. If you work from home or you freelance, set a schedule that works for you, your life, your clients, or your business. If you have a boss, run the idea of working remote by them if you don't already, even if it's just half the time to start. They might just agree. I know y'all, if you hear like footsteps or anything in this episode, it's probably because my children are running back and forth upstairs while I'm recording this because I record usually the night before an episode goes out. So yeah, it's summertime, y'all. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Actually, I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it, they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster and you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius, and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes to get started on your podcasting journey. Now back to the show. Something else I like to do is unwind with music or a podcast or something. Take a shower, turn on some music while I wind down for the day. It also helps me mentally analyze my day. And also I can compile a brain dump from, you know, my me time. And I can write it down when I'm done doing whatever. So I don't have to, you know, think about it anymore until the next day. Finding a balance between work and your home life can be difficult, but it's definitely well worth the effort. It's definitely time for us just people in general to love yourself more, be more in tune with yourself and your body. The 
No one else is going to do it for you. Okay. The government certainly isn't. All right. Mental health is very important and we need to be proactive and be our own advocates in our mental health journeys because again, it is still a fight we are, you know, having to go through. We're still having to have these conversations and these discussions about how real mental health and its effects on people are. So be safe and just remember a healthy work-life balance does not have to be extravagant or extraordinary. Just make sure you are not living to work. Okay. All right, y'all, we've reached the part in the episode where we say something we're grateful for. For me, I'm very grateful for my new job. I totally manifested this position. I'm going to go ahead and give myself some props, pat myself on the back. I worked hard on making sure I had positive people to talk to, as well as working on redirecting my negative self-talk. It's definitely a blessing because it's summertime and the kids are home. I also was recently signed with Boundless Audio Network, so that's really cool, and I'm excited to be a part of the network. So that's just a few things I've been really excited about and that I'm grateful for and I'm looking forward to. I'm just focusing on manifesting the life I want and I keep moving forward and working on me. So yeah, I just wanted to sit and have a little chat and catch up, just give a few little pointers on work-life balance. It's that time of the month for me, so I'm definitely ready to relax this weekend. (laughs) Them kids is going to bed whether they got school or not, honey. My work meeting for tomorrow was rescheduled until next week. So I have a free Friday to prep for Monday, catch up on some housework and social media things, and then chill for the day. I'm also having lunch with a friend tomorrow. So that'll be my little outing for the day. I hope you all have a great Friday and a wonderful weekend, whatever day you're listening to this. And that's it for this episode, y'all. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and continuing to support the show. If you haven't already, please leave your girl a written review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You can even leave me a review on the podcast website. Let me know you're listening and you love it. If you want to share the love, simply screenshot this episode, tag me at the Awkward Mom stage on Instagram, and share it on your stories so others can find the podcast as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with behind the scenes, or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can do that as well with the buy me a coffee link. If you love the show so far and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM, an email, or click the less connect link in the show notes and let me know. Until next week, y'all always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind-the-scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.